that affects us, particularly in Afrobeats, in Nigeria, around the world, where once a brand new star comes out, mm. we instantly com compare terms to Tiwao, Yemi, Yemi yeah. Alade, or Rema's out, oh, whiskey spot is gone. Or, you know, we're constantly trying to do that. How damaging is that unnecessary, undue comparison? The issue that we keep having, mm. especially, I've noticed a lot of the newer artists, yeah. the, young, the young Gs, a lot of their teams are kind of like the mandem, the bros, mm. the this and that. Mm. And yes, they all want to blow to essentially make money and yeah. be whatever. But majority of them are just not educated Equipped. in the music industry. And that's fine. Just learn about it. Your job is to check for signs, to check if there are any signs of green light that she likes. Is he jobless? <laughs> You see what, if I start talking about men, very jobless. You left my house to be pre and girls. You're listening to Adi Shokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of the Afrobeats podcast, Aisha Pue Live. I'm your host, Aisha Pue Olajide, here, where we break down the hottest topics within the culture with a celebrity guest in the studio with me. Before I introduce my guest, a returnee, by the way, I'd like to say a big shout-out to everybody sharing, liking, commenting, subscribing across all platforms. We appreciate the support. Make sure, if you haven't already, Click the subscribe button on any platform that you get this podcast on. As always, we appreciate that and share that with the family as well. A big shout out to, to Yanga TV as well, our viewers on Yanga TV. You can catch us every Saturday uh, at 7.30 p.m. And Monday's a repeat at 7 p.m. That's Sky 186. FreeSat171 and FreeView264. So make sure you catch it. You can join us there as well. Now, joining me in the studio uh, for this week's Hot Topics review is a returnee. Uh, she's yes, been away back, for quite back, some time. Back. Yeah, yeah, right, man. She's busy. <laughs> she's busy as can you be. You people, Shorty doesn't want me back. She's making so much money yeah. right now. Shorty it's pays my salary. To get her in the studio, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the incredible <laughs> PR specialist, <laughs> broadcaster. And commentator, Ayo Morris, and a foodie, Hello. by the way. Oh, thank you. Hello, Shopsy. Thank you for having me. So what's going on with your foodie? Listen, we People need to talk so about... People are so hungry. They don't even let me sleep. But wait, we need to talk about a food show. I, I, I know I Guys, spoke to you about Guys, if we should it. have a food podcast, comment in on the YouTube comments and let us I'm know. I'm telling you. And if you think, give us ideas and maybe you can be a guest. Absolutely. I think it's going to be fantastic because you're Very an amazing soon. chef. Thank you. Um, you. You cook a variety of things and thank it'll you. be great just to share some of your brilliant recipes. Who doesn't like jollof rice and oxtail together? God. That's a blend, isn't it? A little bit of Jamaica yeah. and a little bit of Nigeria. Jollof rice and curry goat. You people. Come on. Come to the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Ayo Morris is in the studio uh, to break down the hot topics this week. And some of the hot topics that we'll be looking at will be bad boy teams arrested in Abuja. Uh, that's Nigerian singer bad boy teams. South African rapper, a.k.a. Grant's tell-all interview on fiance's death. Uh, UK rapper Russ allegedly arrested by the police doing an Instagram live. Uh, Miss V answers rude question from interviewer in Ghana. Uh, a Nigerian design outfit, Ugo Monye, sues the makers of coming to America for uh, copyright infringement and lots, lots more. So we're going to start this in Nigeria, where this past week saw the shocking video of an arrest of popular rising star Bad Boy Teams in handcuffs and being spoken to by Nigerian police officials like a common criminal. 
The video was followed by a press release from his label, Anonymous Label, claiming the artist had defrauded the label agreeing to performances and collaborations without the label's knowledge, going further to say they, they, they owned the rights to his recording and performing rights after entering into a contract with him in 2019 for five years. After the video hit the blogs, uh, Bad Boy Team's lawyers released a statement saying the label was doing this wrongfully, accusing him of fraud, after he terminated his contract due to breach in the terms. Uh, his lawyers further published a letter to his label threatening a libel suit, demanding a public apology, and highlighting the termination of the contract due to a breach in its terms. Uh, Ayo, you are one of the first people I sent this to. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because I, you know, you and I have spoken about uh, the problems that arise, particularly in Nigeria, between artists and their labels, <clears throat> especially when artists maybe in some cases believe that it's time to walk on and, mm. and do their things themselves. And the labels, obviously, based on the investments that they've, you know, uh, put into the artist's career, it, it becomes a big fight. And it has gotten ugly mm. many a times with some of our superstars in the past. Bad Boy Teams is an artist that is just fast rising. The last two years, particularly during the pandemic, has been incredibly successful for him. Uh, he was featured on the song with DJ Neptune and Mr. Easy, Nobody. He also had the MJ yeah. dance. And then he was on the record with Olamide Bado. So he's had arguably one of the, the best uh, 12, 13 months of any artist within the Afrobeats culture. Mm. Boom. Turned on Instagram live, uh, Instagram, and there he was in handcuffs being spoken to like a common criminal by the Nigerian police office, officials in Nigeria. And then it turns out that that arrest was set up by his record label mm. who believed that he was taking shows behind their backs and they felt that him and his manager were in cahoots to defraud the label. And they also went further, which was very funny to me, by posting an official email saying, if you'd like to book him for a show, please make sure you email this address first. And I'm thinking to myself, after you've made him look like a, a dog on You're TV, gonna now do you that. still want people to pay for That's him? That's Nigerians for you. Talk to me about I you know when this happened. The issue that we keep having, mm. especially, I've noticed a lot of the newer artists, yeah. the young the young Gs, a lot of their teams are kind of like the Mandem, the bros, mm. the this and that. Mm. And yes, they all want to blow, to essentially make money and yeah. be whatever. But majority of them are just not Educated Equipped. in the music industry, and that's fine. Just learn about it. Mm. You can't just wake up and say you want to be a manager. Do you know how many people we've management we've met, and we're just like, <laughs> management, really? There's a difference between you know booking a show or set, mm. replying to an email because or taking a phone call because someone wants to book your. Do you know friend. what I mean? So when you have all your boys and whatnot, people, there's no one really there to kind of actually think properly. So mm. when a contract comes, they don't. Re again, we have these conversations for decades. They don't read contracts. Mm. 
you have documentaries, Tony Braxton, New Edition, mm. everyone that has the same conversation. They signed the contract. Mm. They didn't look at the contract. Then two years, TLC. TLC. Two years down the line. How can TLC be the biggest group and they, they're broke? They were broke. The, Tony Braxton was brank up like three times. Three times. New Edition had no money. Yep. You understand? Because they don't read it and then they come back and then they have to work like dogs mm. and dogs and dogs to mm. make a bit of money. No one ever reads the contract or even if you don't, at least seek advice from someone. You yeah. know somebody, or you ask someone to ask someone. You know, there's sometimes I might not know something. I might ask Shopsy, do you know this? Yeah. Or can you just advise me on this? Yeah. He might, you might not be a lawyer, yeah. but you could or just tell me, mm, I'll do you like that. So no one reads their contract, and then stuff like this happens, and there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, because what, what, what Bad Boy Team said was, it was his contract had been, there was, his contract had been breached and he had served the label a termination notice they were fully aware that he wasn't going to resign resign to them and in his lawyer's uh, letter to the label they also stated that you know during the negotiation with the label to say he wanted to leave they asked the label to produce a document that showed how much investment they had put into the mm -hmm. artist which the label requested something like 160 million naira to which Bad Boy Tims' father is a chartered accountant mm. and decided to audit the books and said, yo, my son only owes you the sum of 10 or 12 million naira. Obviously, the record label said no. And Bad Boy Tims and his team now said, okay, why don't you appoint an auditor and we will split the, 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 the cost of the auditor 50-50 mm. to ensure that, yo, we get the right audits in, and I can we can agree on what I'm going to pay you. Mm -hmm. He's saying he wasn't defrauding the label. He's just not happy because they're a breach of contract, and he wanted to leave. However, we all know that to develop an artist in any music industry in the world, especially coming from Africa, the amount of money it takes to create a content, a to keep them maybe in accommodation, mm. to feed and clothe them, to market their music before they even get known in the first place. We're yeah. not even talking about a popular artist now. Before they get known, there's a lot of money, blood, blood, sweat, and tears that goes into it. And what we've seen over the time is that artists, when they believe that they've gotten to a position of prominence, popularity, and power, that it might be the time to check out on the contracts. They this shouldn't even jump in in the first place. That's mm. why I say like, everyone's so quick to rush into a label. And just the way like social media is, it, it, what is real? What are the real, 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 real benefits of a label other than financial kind of backing? Yeah, yeah. And I get financial backing, but you've seen people that have blown, that have just blown from their bedroom. They've yeah. had no backing, no nothing, because they've been dedicated, they've pushed their music, they've got a bit of change to put a social media ad, yeah. they've pushed out, they've kind of researched on PR and marketing stuff and kind of pushing it out. So it's like, people just run to labels quickly and then they realise that it's not as good as it seems. Mm. And then now they're kind of struggling to get out and you can't just wake up one day and just say, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, yeah. And he's young, so he's probably still got that child's mentality. I don't want to do this anymore, but it's the business, it's, it's the game. The business. You can't you just move like that. Five year contract. Five years. It says it's five years. You it's know, a joke. So so, so what can you do? You can't just walk away from that, like almost two years into it. Yes, obviously they, he's being advised by lawyers and they're looking at it uh, properly. But there was one thing I, I thought about, just the thing you said there, that, you know, even when you're desperate for assistance, you're looking at record labels to invest money to you, you don't have anything, you're down in the dumps and all of that stuff. And people dangle, you know, this carrot in front of you mm -hmm. that you're looking like, let me just sign it. 
maybe we should just really start talking to the young artists to stop think take a step back and really look at the terms mm. if you decide to put pen to paper on those terms please do not wake up in two years time when you have a hit record and everybody's screaming your name mm. and say you want to leave you agree to those five whatever maybe years you just do single deals or something like that mm. just or maybe like, project deal yeah just something like something small so you can work on one project and see how it works and, and then we can develop from there yeah but they just get excited. And it's because majority, not to offend that, have come from nothing. Mm. And they've just got a glimpse of, oh my God, my life can change if I sign to this or do that. Because they've really kind of been in poverty or just mm. struggled or might not have had parents or mm. whatnot. So this is their break to kind of having financial freedom or actually living the life they want to. So they don't really think. Mm. They just think about how they're going to look. It's going to change. Yeah. How but not gonna what's going to happen. No one ever thinks of... 10, 10, 20 years. Everyone thinks about the now. Mm. And that's in every type of aspect. No one ever thinks about, what well, if I make this decision, how is it going to affect me in 10 years? Mm. They just think, if I make this decision now, I'm going to make 100 bags next week. It's done. And that's, that's not how it's because it. you can lose 100 bags the week after. Straight. So. What about the fact that he was paraded in handcuffs? What does that do to his image? Uh, I mean, uh, Nigerians and that whole police issue, it's just... Yeah, when I saw the police, I was like... The, and I then they, they said, have the thrill of just arresting people like dogs. Like, yeah, we're yeah. humans, human rights it's not fair i mean if he can this whole situation if he just continues just to lay low and just do what's right and abide by whatever yeah. they've accepted i think it'll be fine mm. it's embarrassing but yeah. every artist has a story when you do the documentary there's always the, the, the dramatic sound and you, the time he got arrested and now he's this so yeah it's war off a duck's back that's true say. that's so, true everybody's yeah. got their everyone i don't know any chris brown to everybody so um yeah everyone has something it's part of it i don't know any artist beyonce everyone has it yeah so you always have to go for it as being in the limelight no matter the moment you're in the limelight that is a contract for stress. All, all, this, for stress. all the stuff that's going to come with yeah. it. You I know. don't know any celebrity that's lived a great life from once they've started till now. I mm. can't think of it. That hasn't been in a scandal or been accused of something or yeah. been in trouble by the police. Yeah. It's just life. There's it's just, gonna be one it's a those. microscope. People are watching you mm. more than you expect them to watch you. Absolutely. Well, let's go from Nigeria now to Ghana, uh, where popular superstar singer Ms. V, who is on a media run promoting a new single, Vanity, featuring Kelvin Boy, responded to a shade-filled question with so much class, and the video has gone viral. I posted mm -hmm. that on my Instagram page as mm -hmm. well. Now, during the interview with a popular media personality, Ms. V, who was formerly of Lynx Entertainment, the stable to Kitty and Kwame Eugene, was asked how she felt about being the one who introduced Kwame Eugene to the, to the world as a singer, yet now he is a huge star with the personality insinuating that Kwame is now a bigger star than Ms. V. Uh, as I said, the popular singer responded with class, explaining that although young talents like Kwame and others are enjoying huge successes now, these are the same heights that stars like her and others like Sarkozy have reached in the past. And a direct comparison of star status based on current popularity is an impossible task that we should stay far away from. Did you see the clip? that I posted on my Instagram. I think so. Um, well, she was sat in the interview, and the way yeah. the, 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 the interviewer put the question to her, it was almost like trying to get a gotcha moment, and it was almost like a banana skin that he would have expected her to step and walk on. Mm -hmm. But for me, uh, one of the takeaways from that was 
the fact that if it wasn't media training, it was a lot of experience, mm -hmm. the way she handled it. Mm -hmm. Because that there was a potential for a massive headline in just that two minute, less than two minute clip. But she handled it perfectly with the response she gave. What are your thoughts on I that? I mean, as a PR person, it's it's, I love it. It's delicious. Because <laughs> yeah. you know they always say like Chloe and Hallie are media trained. Mm. Or like, beyond, like, me, like every time Proper. they interview Chloe yeah. and Hallie, they just Perfect. know exactly why. Because Beyonce is media trained. Yeah. And when you're in the industry again, everyone is watching. You just have to be careful with what you're saying. Yep. Anytime I work with an artist, I say, look, before we work together, go on your Twitter, delete everything that has XYZ gay, yeah. XYZ this, yeah. XYZ that. Just delete that. When you're in an interview, try and just go back to why you're there. If you're there to really, um, to do an, a, a single, yep. and they're talking about who you slept with, oh, you'll find out in my single. Something... Something just, that goes back yeah, to the main let's just reason not focus why you're on here. That. And if you want to talk about any personal things, then you can go on your own Instagram live or do your mm. own thing and do that. But it's good that a lot of artists are now knowing that it's a journalist's job to get juice and get yes. gossip. It's a journalist's yes. job. Yep. It is. And they, yep. don't, they don't care because they don't owe you nothing. That's, they need a story a lot of to people, get A lot of people were kind of like commenting on my page saying how rude the... No, the, it's their job. You know, how disrespectful. And I understand where people are coming from. But for me, as a broadcaster, mm. I support the brother. I applaud, yeah. you know, the brother. Because his job was not only just to interview you, the nicey-nicey mm. stuff is to try as much as possible, if he can, to get juice and headline-making content from the interview, which he successfully did, yeah. even though she refused to answer the question yeah. or she refused to go down the route he was planning for her. Mm. Now, another part that I took from that is, I said media training uh, and experience. I know we've said this a million times, but it's looking, it's looking like now is probably more important than ever to make sure that artists and entertainers go through some form. It's because of social media. Of, of, because social media, you can get in trouble like <laughs> this. I, What's <laughs> her name? Um, <laughs> Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. She got I, in hot water. I won't even lie. I made a comment. I'm not going to go into it. We'll talk offline. <laughs> yeah. But I made a... This, the situation that's going around now in the Middle East, I made a comment on Twitter on my opinions and how I felt. And, because there was a lot of... And you caught fire? <sighs> There was a lot of backlash regarding Black Lives Matter. Yeah, they came. They came for me. They came in my DMs. Uh, if I, sh I got big time. I got death threats. Yeah, I got people, and I said to myself, I'm not going to respond. But obviously, when you type things out, you might not word it correctly. But and then you and the, that's the problem. And I'm thinking, I, what you guys are interpreting is not what I meant. The emotions. And a lot of artists. I mean, a lot of people do that. Yeah, they the might emotions. Not actually mean exactly. And the emotions. So I had to put my private. I had to do all of this, and I'm are like, you oh, for real? Like, literally, you have to be so careful because. As well, there are people that are really bored and there are people that are bad vibes. Yep. I know this sounds immature, but there are people that are just... They're you know, just when looking you for stuff. Yeah. And they're not nice. There are people that yeah. they will contact your employer. You know Twitter's a dirty place. They oh, can, my God. Because you're a bit old. You don't know Twitter, yeah? I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Because, yeah, but listen, you, you're, but the thing you're is, on it for I've, work. Always, I've always known from the beginning, from the first ever tweet that went out, <laughs> like I knew that this was a place where, yes, we could talk yeah. openly, but eventually, I thought things were going to catch up in such if a way. If you want to talk openly, yeah. you have to be someone that has nothing to lose. Yeah. Mm. That's the type of person you have to be. Mm. So I've kind of learned to not maybe put my employer on my bio, things like that. Because there are people like... There was one lady who made a, makes a lot of money. I think she's a... Yeah. Something to do with finance, whatever. She made a lot of money. So there are bad vibes people thinking, yeah, how can you make that much money? And they contacted her employer to mm. ask 
Is this right? And I think she got fired. Something along those wow. lines. People have got fired for things they've said on Twitter or things they've said 10, 20 years ago because everyone is super hyper. Chrissy Teigen yeah. is catching heat for Something stuff she, she said 10 ago. years ago. Don't remember last year during yeah. lockdown when everybody was bored. It was a day when people were looking at those who said this Previous about this person. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, people are bored because some people might not have things going on for yeah. themselves. Yeah. And people are just mean so anything on social media you've got to be careful unless you actually don't care mm. like as in you do not care what anyone thinks about you you do not care if um you lose money that's fine but everyone else people get jobs on instagram absolutely people get roles people get money people like i mean not instagram social media people I get got a dm on my linkedin today that's potentially a big bag. I've got. I, I'm, I was surprised. I you people, open... Shot said big bag. If you don't give me money, I'm canceling <laughs> this show. I, I was surprised that people would reach out. I'm on... doing a market. That's crazy. I'm personal, but I'm doing a, a summit yeah. for marketing. Yeah. And the person reached me on LinkedIn. I was like, I don't really use that thing. But and, and I was like, me, and I'm thinking, Rob, but they found me from LinkedIn. Yes. Like, you can get opportunities. I'm cr- Influencers, it's all from Instagram. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. Everyone is watching you. And as I've worked in social mm. media as well, mm. brands have got the young bucks like us that mm. are pre So I worked, um, I work with Marvel, Disney, mm. and we wanted to, there was someone that we wanted to work with yeah. us. So I had to just do my due diligence. And his tweets were awful. So I had to go back to the team and say, I'm sorry, this we can't guy. use him. But that guy could have got a really big opportunity. Wow. But just because of his tweets, I had to be the one to say, I can't lie. We can't work with this guy because of his tweets. And I felt bad because that's a good opportunity. Mm. But, you're not gonna represent us, and you don't know the, the you, you don't, don't know, know who the kind of stuff. And man. he's a random two hundred followers, really random wow. boy. But he was very misogynistic and homophobic. Wow. So I said that one. You know them two things we can't do. That and random guy, no celebrity, no nothing. But he did something good for charity, so we wanted yeah. to commend him. But because of the stuff he did, I said we can't pick him. And that's just he doesn't know me. I don't know him. You didn't but even I've know just, that you were looking. Mm-hmm, I've just now pre this Twitter account, and we can't use it. So we need back. to. So that means the education, yeah, media training, not only for celebrities but also for people on social media. Everyone, because things can you catch know, up. Everyone in the future. Everyone doesn't matter who you are. You you could be a you could be a bin man. You could hmm. be a shopkeeper. You never know what opportunity might come your way because of what someone's seen on you on social media. Wow, I've had clients from social media. Wow. I've not met them, they don't know anything about me, but I might post really interesting stuff on my Instagram. Yeah. And I get DMs, oh, I need you to help with my campaign. And I'm like, okay. But it's just not because I've been recommended because of what they've seen on my page. Mm. So you've just got to be careful. When an artist comes to me, I'm like, delete this, delete that, delete this, delete yeah, that. Because go back. High percent, everyone is woke. And so and everyone's and offended. Things, you know, jokes that were funny. Jokes don't fly. Years Dave ago. Chappelle, all of these things, they can't do that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. The films that we used to watch back in the day, the songs. I saw, I saw Eddie Murphy's Raw or Delirious. My God, <laughs> I, I'm even surprised it's still on Netflix uh, with some mean? of the comments that even are on there. Songs. He had to apologize. And on I said, an no, interview. you have to apologize twenty years after. Yeah, but, but it's because you know life has changed. Even some songs now that you listen to their lyrics and you're like. Nah. And we were singing it when we were 13 yeah. and dancing and jumping, but now Remember you can't rappers, do that now. Some rappers caught heat for, for, for saying that they were going to drug, you know, a girl. And Basically, they... Gay- might not really mean, mean it, it like that. I remember people saying was, stuff like, "Oh man, you know, once they get drunk, you know, everything is." You it know, was. so you're thinking to. I think it was Rick Ross. It yeah. was a Rick Ross song. Yeah. So you're thinking, "Yo, this is terrible." Now, mm-hmm. back then, when someone was like, "Ah, when you get, you know, when you're a little tipsy, everybody's a little bit more." You can't calm. touch a girl anymore. What? 
You get if, if she's tipsy, run away. Because we know you man them that walk past us and they hold our waist when they're walking to the side. <laughs> you can't try that game anymore. Man them do that in the clubs. You turn to the bar. Excuse me. Why are you touching me, bruv? He's just trying to get a little feel. And then if I, oh, that's when you be trying to take me home. Yeah, but the funny thing is, it, 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 our minds are just messed up. Like, even if you wanted to walk behind and you touched and is that gonna guarantee that she's she's gonna be down for you, or maybe there's a subtle message that could I be mean, sent? I mean, there are some girls that, that do it. That the, there's a message that just goes. Some girls that. like being touched. Is it? Some girls. <laughs> you go like clubbing. That. You go clubbing. Yeah, but not like it, some. It, so there will be some each their own. Everyone has a preference in it. That's true. So that's true. Some people yeah. have tried it with one person. They think yeah. it's right. They try it with the wrong person. They get slapped. So I've got a friend. I've got a friend. Big shout out to my brother. Let me let me put him on like. At university, um, we used to call him the Green Lantern. Oh, God. And his job was basically to come out with you if you're going to have a date, if you wanted to go and see a girl or whatever, just to come and be your wingman. But his main job is to check for signs, to check if there are any signs of green light that she likes. Is he jobless? <laughs> you see, what, if I start talking about men, very jobless. You left my house to be pre and girls. No, he had to. Listen, because... Why couldn't you do it yourself? No, because I'm, I'm busy trying to talk to the girl, so I can't, I'm not sure if the signs she's so sending... So he would be sure. So he's, that's his job. He's a professional at that. Wow. The green light. Shout out to my boy, my Diwana. You know, that's his job. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, he, he got some right. Yeah. And others, yeah, was a little iffy. He tell you there's a green light here, and really and truly... It wasn't working. It was Job a red verse. light. Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> then I, At least you know how you got down in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> then another thing I wanted to talk about was the comparison thing. One of the reasons why the broadcaster got away with putting that question forward is the same syndrome that affects us, particularly in Afrobeats, in Nigeria, around the world, where once a brand new star comes out, mm. we instantly com compare terms to Yemi Alade or your is out, oh, whiskey spot is gone. Or, you know, we're constantly trying to do that. How damaging is that unnecessary, undue comparison to, to, to I think established artists? I'm not an artist, I can't speak, but mm. I can say because people have been in the game for a long time, mm. it's just it's not that deep anymore. It's just yeah. it's part of the it's part of the territory. Mm. If I'm an artist that I'm I'm okay, Thames, I'm just unproblematic, you don't know much about me, you just know I'm a good singer, but you want to really put her in the limelight, the easiest thing is just to compare her to someone else. Do you understand? It's just to But what but what that also does is you know, there's a section of the fan base, you know, mm -hmm. the section of the fans the that stand, support yeah. T.Y. or they support Yemi Alade and whatever. And the minute that they think like a young buck is coming into the game feeling like she's already part of that, you know, that big crap, mm. they instantly take a disliking to you. The stand, because they don't want the stand culture. They don't want their queen or king to go. Yeah, so yeah, we're taking this. Nicki Minaj, like, and it's funny because... You, you know, see how that works and, for Cardi B. But this is the thing now. When she released that mixtape, yeah. the Beam Me Up Scotty, there's yeah. a song called Itty Bitty Piggy, and that's yeah. something that we all used to rap when we were younger. That song was out before Cardi B was anybody. Yeah. But there's a, there's a lyric that says... Um, Cardinal or something like that. So and they all they, think they that she's coming for her. Cardi B. And I'm like, this, this song was before... Out in 2010. Before that? Yeah, yeah do you know 2010? 2010. So yeah, 2010. that's what they do. But it's just it's that when you're a stand of someone, you just, mm. they're your king, your queen. You don't want nothing. You want them to be popping and mm. you don't want anyone to take their throne. But at the end of the day, the artist doesn't even know you. So you really just need to focus on better things. 
Yeah, it's just anyway, crazy. yeah. Well, um, now to some serious issues over to South Africa, where the shocking and very sad news about rap superstar Ike's late fiancée and Nelly Tembe keeps rumbling on. Uh, well, after the shocking and disturbing videos of Anelli and AK's turbulent relationship went viral a couple of weeks ago with publications alleging domestic and drug abuse on AK's part, the rapper, who had previously put out two press statements in his defense explaining what happened, went one further by breaking his silence and granting a tell-all interview where he explained step-by-step step the events of the night that led to uh, her passing and how he's being portrayed in the media uh, as well as the apartment uh, the apparent relationship breakdown between him and his late fiance's family uh, let's take a listen when i came out of the bathroom uh, she she wasn't she wasn't in the room so so she wasn't she wasn't she wasn't in the room and um so you were in the hotel room but not where she was at the time that she said to have jumped the, the events are blurry because... Were you with her all the time, except for that brief time where, of course, you went back to the other room that you'd secured? No, I, I, I was in the room. The last time I remember seeing her was when she had walked past me from the door towards the balcony, uh, saying she is going to, to, to jump off the balcony and she's going to kill herself, at which point I called, um, I called reception for, for security to come up because in my mind I'm thinking, well... I must be the reason that you know she's in this state or she's very very upset so I need some assistance I need to call downstairs and see if somebody can come intervene and I put the phone down I went to the bathroom just to kind of take a breather and just and when I came back she was gone well um, that is aka granting his tell-all interview which I was surprised by to be honest with you I felt yes there was a lot of pressure on him to 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 speak on his side and, mm. and tell his side about what happened but again based on the sensitivities of the and the entire issue uh you know there are different rumors about both of them were together the entire day uh leading up to her shocking passing and um he's put out two statements in the last two weeks when the vi the videos went viral showing some sort of abuse or or, or turbulence or whatever whatever you want to call it but to now sit in front of a camera mm. to tell, you know, to, to narrate a story about, you know, what happened that night instantly, you know that there's going to be a section of the audience and the media that don't believe him. That will be picking holes in his conversation, his demeanor, the way he blinked, the way he breathed. The first question coming out of the gate was, did you do it? Did you do it? Yeah. What happened on that night? And he didn't want to start on that night. He said, let me talk to you about what happened mm. the day leading up to that. What are your thoughts? Uh, you work with artists. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts about... So, I'm not an advocate for men. Mm. <laughs> but I go. will say that when it comes to situations like this, we men have it tough because mm. of experiences and what we see and majority of domestic violence and things like that is from men. Yes. So, unfortunately... Whenever there's going to be a situation, you always, I personally always side with the victim until I've been proven wrong. Mm. That's just how I, as an, how I am, and that's I think what most people do, mm. especially when women are involved. In you, when you're a musician or an artist or celebrity, if you're silent, you're in trouble. If you're not silent, you're in trouble. Mm. So you have to 
kind of if you want to talk it has to be on a platform where you're not it's not like you're tweeting or you're not going to tmz you have to be has to be serious if he's lying he wants to portray himself as someone that's right yeah so you're going to be in an environment or a platform that is seen as serious you're mm. going to look the part you're going to play the part similar to when Tiwa Savage did her interview, yes, that was you know no makeup, yeah. very dramatic. It looked good yeah. to an extent. Even Chris Brown on One Hundred Six and Park, yeah, that was dramatic. Do you I, know what I mean? felt that you that have day. to kind of yeah. do that. If he did do it, it's better for him to own up now and just get it done and over with. If he didn't do it, it's just more kind of finding ways to prove that you were, yeah. you were innocent. I, I think, and just not comment too tough on it. Yeah. He's done the interview now. One so hour, think, it's one hour thirteen minutes yeah. interview. I don't think he should talk too much and about what, it after anymore. I don't think he'll talk too much about it afterwards. But what that does is it also opens doors to other things. Um, mm. Obviously, during the interview, he mentioned the fact that she had threatened suicide in the past, threatened to jump out of a moving vehicle, and on the night of, uh, you know, her, her passing, mm. both of them had gotten into an argument. Uh, in the hotel room, to which he decided to remove himself from the situation, walk into the bathroom, even though she threatened to take her own life. He went into the bathroom, then after a couple of moments came out to find out that she had jumped or leapt from mm. a 10th floor uh, and killed herself naked. So Because obviously that doesn't really sound believable. So that's the question. It could have happened, no, but it no, doesn't sound believable. Without doubt, you know. So the questions are now like, oh, if you thought that she was capable of taking her own life or jumping out of why the would vehicle. You? Why would you leave her when, yeah. you know, and the fact that she also was allegedly found naked, people yeah. start to ask further questions. He also admitted to the fact that he had dabbled in drugs and mm -hmm. said he wasn't going to answer for his late fiancée because yeah. she wasn't here to answer the questions. However, on the day of the burial ceremony, her father said he believed that his daughter didn't take her own life. However, he blamed it on drug abuse and drug use in the mm. you know youth culture in South Africa. So there's all that happening. Obviously, South Africa's uh, rates of gender-based violence is mm. through the roof. It's ridiculous, really bad. So, and not only have we had rappers in you know in this situation, we've had entertainers, musicians, actors. It continues to happen. So this almost kind of fit the description. That's why AKA is trying his best to say, yo, don't hang me on this cross. Yes, they had a tumult, uh, you know, a, a very, very kind of like turbulent relationship, but he wasn't violent towards her. They spoke about the age difference. He's in his 30s, she was in her 20s. What are your thoughts about that? I, it's, I don't understand. What? What it is with male artists wanting to just have young girls. I just Because no, Diddy does it. I don't understand what it is. And now there's different conversations, no. but there's no right. I can't. I'm not a man. I'm not a celebrity. Yeah. I'm not old. So there's some people can say you want a young girl because you can easily manipulate her. Mm. That's what that's the consensus that people say. Mm. You want a young girl because you can easily manipulate her. They tend to get young girls who are kind of broken. If you ever mm. watched the R. Kelly documentary, yes, what was the common denominator of all of those girls? Yeah, they, they were they all broken. broken. They had issues with their mum and dad. Parents. They ran away from home. Oh. There were this and that. You know, there was the one of the recent girls, or what? There was one girl that that ran away eventually, and then came yeah. back. Yeah, she came back. Yeah, to Kelly. To yeah. Kelly. So in season, because it was two seasons, season yeah. one. She ran. She was there. She ran away, and her mum had taken her from yeah. the hotel. So she came back. Season two, and then she went back. And then season two, they now took her back out. Wow. 
The two girls that were now, stop going off tangent, but the two yeah. girls that were now doing the interviews and that, they were fighting and, f- yeah, 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 yeah. But they were well, damaged. Later, yeah, and it took them damaged. so long, even after the documentary, to see admit. that. But they all have something in common. They were all young and they were just damaged. And that goes down to people's parenting and just knowing that when you have children, you've got to keep a, an extra eye out on them. Mm. Me as a mother and you, her father is somebody. Mm. You're not, you, you, you can't be letting your 21 year old. When did they get married? Well, he, about just two months before she passed. Okay. He, it so was like a, a tradition. And it was like a tradition. You as a dad, you think it makes sense for your 21 year old to be with a 30 year old man? Only, a 21 year old and a th- and my aunt got married back home then if you f- she finished university and she's that's the graduated. problem with the african so culture. the african culture is like she's graduated university what's my mom would say 25 i was married with kids i was like yeah 25 i'm in the clubs i'm not getting married and having kids at my age do you know what i mean so yeah at your age i was already married to her. i said at my age i'm in the club <laughs> okay do you know what i mean the, the, the life is different because yeah. now we've got yeah. more to offer yeah. whereas back then it was kind of like Yo, find a husband, done. get your double, husband and get it done go to london and get rich and do you know what i mean yeah. hear me <laughs> i'm living my best life <laughs> the 20s are for turning up 30s when we settle down you know so even me at 26 yeah. i don't even think a 36 year old man can even look in my way i can't even like the mm. age because you don't have anything in common Let's be real. Mature twenty one is very young. Yeah, twenty one is very so young. So the thirty year old person has done college, university, has yeah. had life experience, yeah. have had has done this, yeah. is now a rapper and lived this big life. What in the twenty one year old do you see that you can sit down and relate and talk? But a thirty year old woman, that's like a fifty year old girl, you know. I'm telling you. So a thirty year old person, woman that is working, you know, has been living life out of university. She can date a, a guy in her forties, no doubt. And that's the this is the thing as well. Yeah, a thirty year old. This girl. is, but yeah, yeah. yeah, because she's older. Twenty one, yeah. she's a child. Child, twenty one. It doesn't matter young. when you hit eighteen. Yeah, 20, my sister's young. turning twenty, and I still see her as, as like a fifteen. Baby. Yeah, and she says to me, I, "I'm an adult." I said, "You're not." I just told her. This, I told her this morning. I said, "Tommy, you're not." So let's just end that conversation. I know you're actually twenty this year, but you're not. So and it's funny because at her age, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I'm but, a big girl. But you're not yeah. because you haven't seen. Pepper hasn't shown you yeah, till you graduated. You're looking. Life. You're starting life. Yeah. Life doesn't start till really you finish 24, university. 24, 24 25. I t- encourage my younger sister to enjoy her life. Yeah. I, because 25. and if she ever came to me and said yeah. a thirty year old man, yeah, I can't yeah, like. Yeah. He'd be like, yo. He's, <laughs> Yeah, 24, <laughs> let me 25. Not, let me not imprison, um, incriminate what I would do. Do you know? Let me not even say that. So, but what are you lurking for, little girls? So, but wait. So, as a 27 year old now, so you, what yeah. you're basically saying is you can only date a 27 year old guy. Well, I'm 26. Don't let anyone know Tw- I'm old. Yeah. But no, there will be maybe a 26 a year old guy is a 21 year old boy. I, I hope you're aware of that. I, I was just saying <laughs> a twenty-six can, year old guy yeah. at twenty-six. I know I, that. I'm, I'm ashamed to say I know it. that. At twenty-six, I was eighteen. Me personally, <laughs> I'm telling me you. Me personally, I'm born in September, so I always just see myself as older yeah. than September. But I generally 26. have never dated anyone in my year. Like my academic, yeah. it's always kind of about a three to four yeah. year gap maximum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So twenty-six Even now. Twenty-six. You have to be 30, thirty-one. He's not even stable. Boys, rubbish. Yeah, twenty-six-year-old guy. But uh, you know, shout outs to the young brothers. Some of the young brothers that have really got it together. But twenty-six-year-old guy is just 
finally slowly starting to touch independence yeah maybe living by himself yeah he's starting to make a little bit of bread yeah he's starting to date the type of woman that really is his taste because mm-hmm. what he was getting before was just those that were willing to give it to him for free <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's true. It's you true. Men are le- uh, maturity is less because you know they're full of testosterone and they enjoy. Well, I, I told uh, a sidebar. Um, so I was talking to to my wife and she, you know, she, you know how women are. Yeah, you guys, you guys are not sensitive. You, you're not, you know, you're not romantic. You're not patient. You're mm. not this. You know that. And I said, okay, cool, <laughs> but you're raising a son now. And I know how you Google Gaga over him. That he sits in the living room, you bring him food. Huh? You say, Mommy, you're, you're there at his beck and call. You see, everything that you said I lack, teach him so there will be a girl in future that would enjoy it. Because Just, I'll run away from you if you think I'm going to be cooking and cleaning up. But for you no woman is going to teach their son all that sensitivity that you want from a man. Mm. Because you women But it's want a generation, son... generation. I think our generation will do that. I hope. I, I, think I, I told gen- her, I'm do like... You know why? Because t- I think our generation, so when I... We have more communication. Yeah. So you tell him... To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sure just more communication and I just mean, kind of patterning you. Like, <laughs> oh, you want to be... You come and collect... Did you not see the video of a little boy that was making himself pasta? He was like three years old and he really made pasta from the beginning to the end. My son makes the himself. Pa- the parent really domestic. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could yeah. do that. But himself. I think our, because of the older generations, mm. just kind of just do as I do and just, you know what I mean? Nah, because you now, women, we when talk. it's your sons, it's a different. Trust me. Yeah. I know I know how, you know, my missus talks to my daughters and stuff. Yeah, we get but, it. And I, I know you know, how she, you know, I but see. But now it's up to you to be talking to your son like that. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I can't. What, what, like, oh, you need to be sensitive. I, I tell him, first of all, like, listen, a woman is completely different. No fighting with a woman, no raising your voice with a woman. That one is a no-no. Mm. You know, that's a no-no. But I'm more focused on my princesses, you get me? They need to be independent, confident. They need to be bosses. And yeah. that's a good thing because a lot yeah, of men yeah. don't do that with their. Ah, yeah, a lot you, of men don't do that with their. Because you won't sleep at night. Now I'm, yeah. I'm getting to the age where you know I worry about my dog. And that's I'm, true because that's yeah. if there's one thing I give my dad credit yeah. for. He'll be my dad from when I was younger. I owe your doom. I did basketball, football, yeah, ballet. I did stuff. drama school. I did. I played your the flute, confidence. everything. And it's my dad. My yeah. mum was the educator. My dad was like, "You need to be doing all Active this stuff." So even now, confidence. any idea I have, everyone will be like, "I owe again." He's but ready he's ready to. to he'll listen. Yeah, okay, cool. Me, yeah. How do we do it? Yeah. My mum will be looking at me, thinking, "I owe started again." Oh, she has to do. She started again. <laughs> my dad will be like, "Okay, cool. Sit down. Let's talk. Yeah, what do we do?" So he's always it. made me Same. and my sister independent. Same. I mean, for for you know for the girls, but like I said. I told the missus, I know how you people act around your boys. Teach him now all that romantic <laughs> and peace and quiet you want. But he should see it from his dad doing it yeah, to his mother. Yeah, but his dad, he should be seeing his dad romancing his mother yeah, listen, so he knows this what guy, to do. Listen, this guy rings. Hmm. When, when I take his mom out, this <laughs> guy rings her <laughs> about 40 times. When are you coming back home? <laughs> FaceTiming her. <laughs> it's so oh. bad that when we want to go out, you, it's almost, you, you, we have to find the best way to tell him that daddy and mommy are going out together. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what? Where are you going? What, Without what? me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. So oh. it's a big job. It's a big job. Yeah. But anyway, we go over to the States. 
where Coming to America is catching some heat for copyright infringement from a Nigerian-based popular fashion design label called Ugomonye Tailoring Company. The label is popular for incredible traditional suits called Agbada, as seen on award-winning broadcaster Ebuka uh, a number of times. Ebuka once famously broke the internet with his Ugomonye-designed Agbada, which he mm. wore to Banky W's wedding, with the image going viral due to the detail and design. Well, it turns out that the same designs popped up a number of times in the Eddie Murphy-led movie uh, Coming to America with allegations from Ugo Monye being the costume department opted for a knockoff slash lookalike of a design that had been patented and trademarked by the company. Ugomonia mm. had filed a dispute against uh, Paramount Pictures, New Republic Pictures, Kevin Mesher, Amazon Studios, and all involved with the companies yet to respond to the allegations. It looks like, if you see the image, it's ridiculous. I didn't okay, catch it. Okay, wait. So are you saying that she's suing so them because they've copied her style so of they design? Copy, so instead of paying for the official design, yeah, oh, what no, they now did was they paid, they paid uh, tailors in Nigeria to copy that design. Yeah, but what's the difference show... between sewing Asha B for a party? No, no, no. Have you seen? It's the detail. It's the... Because it, the Agbada itself yeah. is... I need to show you this Agbada but then, um, whilst people, we're here. People have so you need to know... That, no, people haven't. It's mad. You're telling me that since um, Banky Dubby's wedding, no one's replicated that Abada for their party. Look, for their so wedding. I'm showing you now. So that's the Agbada. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And this is it in Coming to America. Look. Nobody is a like it's a mad design. I can't, I can't it's, back it. Are you for real? But it's been patented. This has been patented. They've done the trademarks. Look, so that was able, yeah, 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 and that's what they did in coming to look. It's ridiculous. Oh, uh, it's yeah, the same, yeah. And plus, if you look at the one on the runway, yeah. it's the same color. So I'm basically showing yeah, Ayo, yeah. you know, one yeah. that was worn on the runway yeah. for Ugomonye's tailoring Instead of company. You just to ask her to yeah, it. so it's the same color, the same design, everything. Mm, and rather than okay. that, so you know what they're basically doing is, yeah, it's a long shot. However, it looks like a big payday. <laughs> what are your thoughts if that I mean, was your client what would you have said I'm all for you know suing the Caucasians <laughs> when it comes but to it's not culture. the Caucasians it's African Americans yeah, no, it's but Eddie whoever, Murphy whoever was in charge of the uh, costume department that's all I'm going to say I'm, in, I'm there for it Yeah, but yeah. it's a shame because reach out to the person and then get them to do it they won't respond have you forget listen do you know how what it's going to take to get Amazon Studios, Paramount Pictures to respond? No, I'm saying when they did um, Coming to America, they should have reached out to the woman to the right instead people. of getting yeah, yeah, yeah. cheap tailors in Nigeria. Yeah, but that's what they did. They probably got it exactly. seven times cheaper. That's what they did. Seven? It. 20 times cheaper. At least 100. Because yeah. imagine if they had reached out to the tailoring company, they would have asked in dollars. Yeah, so each Agbada could have been like $500, $1,000. Yeah. And based on the amount that they needed for the movie, that could that, that mm -hmm. costume for only that 10-second scene could have cost like $20,000. Yeah, and they're thinking, the yo, these people forget. How much on the streets of Ojuelegba? $200 for at least five Agbadas. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Ugh.
It's yeah, a doggy dog world. It is a doggy dog world, yeah. man. Hopefully, uh, they do they do the right thing and and get our brothers and sisters paid, man. Let's just let's follow the due process. Talking about patenting and trademarking, a news caught our attention this week, oh. where the word Yoruba, hmm. that is. The, the name of an entire human race uh, in the world, <laughs> not just a tribe. It's a whole race of people that are Yorubas. I just... It's been trademarked in the UK by two English men. Speak to me about this story, please. Before we go, the audacity, the nerve, yep. the cheat, yep. the rudeness, yep. the disrespect mm. of blacks and Africans that this world is doing, it's just becoming too much. Mm. It's just ridiculous. Yep. Because you can't trademark the word England. Yep. You or English. You can't trademark French or yep. France, but yep. because it's Yoruba, like, so uh, there's a woman, a good friend of ours actually, because yeah. we all worked with her, Bemi Isimi. She owns a company called um, Culture Tree, and they they talk on you know kind of teaching young kids Yoruba, yeah. and you know even you don't even have to be Nigerian to understand it. They teach any type of race child yep. Yoruba. So she calls it Yoruba Stars, and it's mm. really really good. It's been on the BBC, it's been on everywhere. So she said, let me just trademark the name For Yoruba Stars. For security, absolutely. She now tried it denied because two british caucasians have decided to trademark the name yoruba why would they do now it's not nothing to do with, and the problem is is like you just trademarked it for what it's not like they're, they're making outfits i think they sell but it has, it's not african outfits they're, they're making t-shirts and stuff so i believe that they've kind of sold some t-shirts that had the word on it or something like that but it's so uh, oh god it's like it has nothing to do with the Africans. Yeah. You're not giving a percentage to Nigerians. You're not doing anything to do with Yoruba. And the it's only reason you're now... It's a form of slavery again. It, 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 and slavery is... Everyone thinks it's ended. It has not ended. It's still there. Mm. It just in, in, in a different way. You you can... You think I can slave... um Slave. I can trademark the word England. No. You'll be arrested for even attempting to You can't... That. So why is They'll it that... Come, they will come to your house. They will. And they will find on my phone. They will yeah. see it and I'll be arrested. Yeah. But why is it that the word Yoruba... Why, why, why? So should we, now, is this where we need to also take Nothing a little bit of... Nothing should be trademarked. No, well, is this where we take a little bit of responsibility to say that anything that really pertains to us, we don't make sure we follow due process to ensure that the entire world knows that words like this, names like this, should never even come into trademarking competition. But I don't think people knew that because it, it, when it was on Afro Twitter, Beats was yeah, something. But that's even just a bit different. But because, still, but it's like trademarking hip hop. Yeah. That's impossible. That is embarrassing. That's ridiculous. It could have been done in the past where you thought that you were trying to secure things, but now that. Eyes are open. The genre is completely going and talking I'm to just, billions of people around I'm the world. I'm just sick and tired. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, and this is me. how of the, the whole Black Lives Matter last year and when we yeah. were making so much noise yeah. of demographics profiting off blacks, yeah. profiting off Africans, yeah. profiting off Jamaicans, Caribbeans, and all of that, and profiting because we are popping. Mm. I've said this before on our podcast. Yeah. We make the trends. Yeah. We're good looking. Fact. We make the food. We're entertaining. Fact. The music industry is 
I was, Hip-hop is the number one genre in the world right now. I was listening to the radio maybe two weeks ago, Capital Extra, yeah. and I realised that all of the songs that were played were all black artists. Absolutely. And it was it's like funny. Way, yeah, all of them. Uh, no, all of them. Heavy One. And I'm sitting there thinking, Burner Boy, Rema, Five everybody. Years ago, yeah. I wouldn't even know who's on the radio. Yeah. But now, they're our brothers and sisters because we are popping, because we have worked hard. Yeah. And instead of the white, the Caucasians to kind of push us and work with us, they just want to find a way to make money without supporting some us. Some of them, some of them, a, a lot of them actually are willing to really come to the table and look but at ways... But that's after people have jumped no, on them and no, said... No, 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 mm. yeah, okay, yes. That's after, that, not because no, they wanted to. That's after people highlighted the fact that what you're doing is actually another form. Of course, some people... But know, why do we have to tell no, you but, that? But again, we also have to take... A little bit of responsibility just to say that some people live off people naturally yeah. whether it's black or white if you're there to be taken advantage of some people take advantage of human beings mm -hmm. so they don't even know that it's an extra abuse for taking advantage of black culture until it's been pointed out to them some mm. people don't know that you know people in hip-hop people to dance or people to grind they wouldn't know that until you say, yo, what you're doing is actually taking from the culture. Mm. And again, it brings us back to that conversation where we need to start making sure that we protect our culture and speak loud. Speak of people, you know, put people in positions that would ensure that mistakes like this will never. How could you trademark the word Yoruba? But I think just you There's would never nobody. know. You, but the thing is, you would never know that's possible. So no one would ever sit down and think, let me just Google and check. So now do I have to sit at home and start Googling um, Amala, Googling everything? That, like, do I have to do that now? We're not expecting they, it. You'll be surprised that someone tried to trademark Jollof. You'll be shocked. Have you forgot about. Tell that person to come here. But what about. what about My Jollof rice is sweetish. <laughs> you can't be trademarking that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, well Jamie Oliver had his own jello fries, you know. You know and I'm what? sure I'm sick and tired of this. But remember Leave us alone. If Jamie was doing jello fries for Sainsbury's and whatever, I can bet you my bottom dollar that they tried some trademarking stuff. Of course they did. Of course. But it's just but it's it's again, it's the audacity. Leave us alone. If Jamie Oliver, you know you made rice and peas. Yeah, it was white rice and green peas. I should call the police on you. <laughs> It's a joke. It, we understand that the world is multicultural and this yeah, is where we come back. Great. Start bringing us in. into black spaces. Yeah. Start bringing us into the spaces. Bring us in. You're not going to have... Bring us we've in. been to restaurants yeah. that are Caribbean and everybody that's in the kitchen is Asian or white. You're not going to come and tell me that you're going to make the best... Like you're, It's not authentic. Bring us in. Owners, bring us owners in. of certain things. Yeah, yeah. Like I think even when the whole thing happened last year on Black Lives Matter, when we was looking at... Like um, hair products and stuff like yeah. that. They're all owned by white people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's because no one actually researches. I would just go to the shop and buy my cream because and it go. matches my hair, but not think who actually owns it. And apart hair from shops. that, who owns hair shops? What about the the hair beauty cream and stuff? It's a lot of the the, the Asian community Thank that you. own the shops. But again, we also have to have certain conversations about our people investing in our culture as well. You know, so maybe it is if you love hair so much, you're invested mm. in hair and makeup so much. Yeah. I think it's probably time. But that's you why start. I like our generation because ha they are doing it. No, no for me, My I've God. said it. Shout between, out to the millennials. Shout boys. out to 
black women between age 21, age 18 and 35. Even, yeah, 18. 18 and 35. Yeah, they're they're, they're young. special. You know most nah, of the hairstylists on Instagram, they're, they're young. They're, young. they're like 18, Make 19. This... They're 20, 21. 18. Black women between the ages 18 Hustling. and 35, particularly in the UK, yep. deserve a standing ovation. Thank you. I'm not even going to lie. Thank I'm you. not even... From I don't want to gas myself to, up, but do you know how many things hair, you balance no, in one? No, forget, forget. Like, I, I have friends. We don't rely on men. I have friends <laughs> that are within that age range that their, their full-time job is the business that they, they create And they themselves. live off it. Probably. And that's what they live off. Serious money. Hair and makeup. Some of the hairstylists that are just doing hair and living off it and doing celebrities' hairs in America. The Americans always say that the UK girls, girls better, are the ones that are, are doing better. it. Yeah. But that's why we now need to start investing in these areas and, and make sure that we walk into these roles. And another conversation is, you know, and this also happens in music. Uh, one of the things I, I have a big beef about is obviously Afrobeats. A lot of the people that are supposedly championing Afrobeats and record labels and stuff like that, with all due respect, aren't from the culture. I and say it with my bold chest. This is the Hence problem. why the record labels are complaining that they're not making enough money from Afrobeats artists, even though they've invested so much. You know because, what I was... Because the team... So, I've okay, so I've... Ha let's just randomly say yeah. I've now signed um, Omale. Yeah. Randomly. Yeah. Let me do a UK artist. Yeah. I've signed... Ugh, I don't even notes. know. Notes. Let's just say... Um, notes. I've signed Omale. Notes. Yeah. Cool. I've signed Notes and he's an Afrobeats uh, yeah. artist or whatever. Yeah. And then he signed to my label, the PR person's English, yeah. the the marketing person's white. Yeah. This was nobody the booking there, agents. The booking white. agents white. Yeah. This was nobody there is not is not even From black. Culture. Let alone Nigerian. Yeah. You're not gonna tell me that you if, know how we've you... worked in places yeah. where it's for us yeah. and the people that own it are nowhere near for yeah. us and yeah. they will sit here and tell us how what our it. people like. And we will sit here thinking, how are you gonna tell me? what Nigerians like. You're not Nigerian. But End of conversation. That's the, but that's where we need to take some responsibility, where I'm pushing a lot on the artists as well. When you yeah. get into these rooms, and that's why make sure so you successful. Make sure you mention the right people. That's why Jay Huss I'm is saying, successful. Do you know what I thought to myself? I'm like, so you're trying to tell me that the Sonys, the Warner, uh, the, the Universals have gone into markets like Nigeria, and nobody has actually sat down with a Banky W to see if he'll be happy to take on mm. a, a, a Sony CEO role. Consult, yeah. This is a man that found Whiskid and put one of the biggest superstars on the planet. Yeah. And you haven't sat down with him? But do you know what? They don't do their research. No, they but, just see Whiskid. No, no, no. But they won't even know that Banky W did that because they just see Whiskid. Yeah, because I saw an article on Music Week this week or something yeah. that I wasn't too sure. I haven't read it properly, but it looks like the shout outs and stuff that they were putting on there was like Sony and whatever. And they had nothing to do with Whiskey's success. Absolutely. Quote me today, tomorrow, and the entire world. Whiskey came from EME, period. And the hustles of the likes of the promoters and, if you like it or not, the Disturbing London, yeah. they had something to do too because <laughs> they were a bridge into London. Remember, we've yeah. got to be able to give... Let's just give the right people credit for once as but a people. But you know what? They don't why? care. But they don't care. But why don't you just want to say, these are the people that put it on? Because 
guess what, record labels? It makes your life easier. Because if you easier. pick Do you the people that know this stuff. Do you know how many people have been signed and they got dropped, dropped just like because that. Because you got the wrong people working with them. And then you don't, don't know what to do. They don't know their audience. I remember, they don't know their market. Remember that artist? I don't want to name so many artists, but that artist, Osh, when he did that, um, yeah, 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 and, yeah. And My name is big. Yeah. You know one thing about Shopsy? Shopsy can sing because you know he harmonizes. <laughs> if anyone knows Shopsy, he harmonizes a lot. I'm like, this guy sings. <laughs> but yeah. That video went viral yeah, Monday. Yeah, put him on a deal. Then Thursday, you got signed. How many songs can you name from him? It's nothing since then. He's no- released two songs. Nothing since then. But ha- do you know what I mean? Nothing. And everybody was so quick to sign him. Yeah. And I remember they took a picture and everybody there was just white. Yeah. And then what can you do with him? Yeah. It's, yeah. There's artists that we know that are Afrobeats that they made them do songs that weren't their vibe. They didn't work. They lost the Afrobeats audience. Of course. And then they didn't know nothing to do A with typical them. example was David O. He went back home mm. and he connected with his own people and came back. You know, and, and that is a big, big... And what, what, the reason why I get angry and frustrated is nowadays, shout-outs to the grime community. Shout-outs to the grime They're loyal. community. They're loyal. Oh Shout-out to the God. grime. Shout-outs to the grime, UK grime community. Shout-out to the UK. The UK black music we industry. We are doing it. Oh, look at... Body you, went wait, on wait. number do one, a think, drill song. Do you think... <laughs> that they could sign an artist that blew off of GRM daily without consulting the likes of Posty and stuff to say, how do we market this guy? Impossible. They, I, I that's dare what I'm you saying not. about Jay Hart but and they his go, management. They're his, bro- they're his boys and they, they're like, listen, this is what we do and this is how we do it. But guess what? They're doing it to Afrobeats though. They sign artists that we've pushed and we've put on and they would tell those artists to stick the, 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 those people don't know nothing. We're going to put you on an international level that you're going to be working Authenticity. With. you got to be authentic with your work. As an artist, you need to be true. If I was like, you need to be true You need to, to bring your people in. It doesn't matter. That's how we're going to make this thing big. It's a joke. Yeah. A so joke. that's why we're having situations like people are trademarking Yoruba. They're it's trademarking Afrobeats. They're trademarking people. Anybody's coming. I'm scared now. And you that know somebody's going to go and try to take me. That's why I hate we you had tra- We had to trademark. Anyone comes and says their name shops, you do counterfeit. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gonna. I, we had to go and we take had to. my stuff. We, we had, had to, to be because we know there's some hungry thieves out there with their dirty ass claws <laughs> that wants to trademark the energy god's name. No comment. <laughs> but it's just, it's a joke. It's and mad. you know, because it's they mad. an email was sent to that company, yeah, and they came back. But their response was not apologizing. They did what it. What did they say? But they were just uh, upset because they were being abused. Because you know that went viral yeah. and everyone was. So what them. were they saying? They're saying, "Please, can you tell people to stop um, harassing us? We will. We will. We look. They've paid money for it, so we're looking. I think they're looking to to release it, but with a fees because they spent money on it. Yeah. So we've lost money, so we need to get our money back. But please stop telling them to harass me. Seventy pounds or whatever you Chicken pay. Chain. Please, if you walk from Dagenham to Peckham, you'll find if it on the you floor. If you release that for free and saying it was a big error, would like to give it back to the community. Guess they didn't what? Even do that. Your brand will make over two thousand pounds that same day. We I, wouldn't. They didn't. They just crazy. stopped telling us to harass. So you don't care. Again, they do not care about our culture. So we, as a community, stop letting people out outside of our culture take control because they do not care facts on that note over to the uk hmm. where an instagram live video of drill rapper and current currently chat 
Chopper Ross being arrested by members of the special force dealing with firearms went viral. In the footage from uh, Ross's Instagram Live, the rapper can be heard telling the police officer that he has he was a he was currently number one in the country and wouldn't be messing about with guns or that kind of lifestyle. To which the officer basically said he didn't care who he was, as there was a firearm complaint made about the occupants of the car, asking the rapper to turn off his engine and step out of the car to be arrested under the Firearms Act. Let's take a listen. Watch us follow us all the way. I'm just gonna stop. Be like, can I ask you to harass me? Can I ask what's going on? Yeah, so you're crossing my client, bro. What the fuck? I yeah, told them you're. Are they buzzing or something, bro? Why the fuck are they following me for? Watch, watch. I need to find a lane to pull in. I've got a These guys are haters, you know. They don't like when they see you. Like, man, it's pull over here, bro. What are they on? Look at them, look at them. What the fuck do they want? Yeah, mate, the same as I said before, you said the firearms act. Right, cool. Yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, I'd be right, there maybe an instant today, only over a fight. I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper. Yeah? That's cool, I've got a number one. Do I think I'd do with the firearms? Well, this car was involved in a firearms incident earlier today. Do I look like I do with firearms? I don't know who you are, I don't care who you are, but I'm telling you what's happened. I'm telling you what's happened. Okay, 1PC Reedy 4616 West 019. Okay, that's the reason you're taking the purpose of search. Okay, you're trying to record the 4981. Right? Yeah. No problem. Everybody saw that video. What were your thoughts on it? It's always a shame when someone's on a high, something always comes and knocks them down. It didn't shock me. It didn't shock me. It's just, but is it that there's some, but someone was like, let's just, because it looks like there are like, people that are bad vibes. Mm. <laughs> They're just gonna report you to the police yeah, for nothing. Snitches get stitches. But you know the funny thing, <laughs> I was happy. I was happy that they didn't even fire at the car. Because if there's a police, if there's a complaint about a firearms, whatever, and Trident stop you, they've no, got reasons yeah. to believe that yeah. you're you're loaded, which means. Somebody could be trigger happy mm. and just shoot. So well, I, I was think every day we're not in America. I'm just praying, like, thank God this brother was able to just walk out of the car alive and they'll probably sort whatever they needed to sort out mm. and stuff. I know people were kind of at, you know, going at him for the fact that he said he was the current number one on the charts and stuff like that. But he was just shocked. You know, so anything could come out of your mouth yeah. at that time. Yeah. You just got to be careful. Mm. Uh, we keep saying, the moment you get to that stardom, you just, just got to make you sure everything's clean. Everyone comes from the hood, so yeah. they always have that Baggage. mentality. And it's hard because when you've raised in the hood and things mm. like that, you do have it, but you've got to make ways to change your life mm. and be clean and don't have don't let anyone give you a reason to take... To get you in trouble. Yeah. To take anything That's from it. You. Well, over to the USA, where popular Empire, Empire series actor, we said Bryce Gray, I think that's how his, his name is pr pronounced, Bryce Gray or whatever, has been sentenced to prison for 10 days with three years probation for domestic abuse against his wife. The story goes like this. In July 2020, the actor slash rapper was alleged to have strangled his wife holding her against her will for hours till she escaped to a gas station where she called the police who appeared on the scene treated 
her for her injuries and arrest, arrested him instantly. Since then, he has pled guilty to a felony offense with jail time, probation, attending domestic abuse course, presenting for regular drug tests, and not owning any form of firearm being his ultimate punishment. Shocking news. Terrible pictures when I saw his... It doesn't shock me. It doesn't shock me. Every time I hear a domestic abuse with an, with an artist or a, a musician or an actor mm. it doesn't shock me it's just as if when you hit stardom whatever you lose your mind yeah you lose your mind and then you start to beat your wife <laughs> like, I'm just because she's not going to beat it. you back because you're not going to go on the street and beat someone but the fact that they said he will be presenting for drug tests also and the pictures that we disgusting. saw disgusting <laughs> he's disgusting he looked like he got ran shocked. over he looked homeless <laughs> yeah he looked homeless it's just, it's a shame. Yeah. So Why did he, like, drugs. he was so good in Empire, he was no, so good in the New Edition film. He's such a fantastic film. actor he, he just, oh. and a brilliant artist. And to see him in that state um, was... I think so... the industry really, really does affect mm. an individual's mental capacity. Mm. I think it just really, more than we know it. Absolutely. More than we know the it. Pressures the pressures that come with it. The, the expectations yeah, that come with it. The temptation, everything. Mm. So I think that's what's... And the, you have to grow up quickly. So a lot of these people probably started from young and they've yes. had to just grow up. Yes. That's like someone like Justin Bieber. Like, he was doing it from, like, 10. Yeah. And he, he went through, like, a phase. A crazy phase. It was too much. Yeah, and now he, he's kind of come back he to went, reality. He went... You remember, after that crazy phase, he moved in with Pastor Carl Lynch yeah. in New York yeah. and lived with the pastor yeah. for months. Yeah. Just to get some direction and what, and once he got back on track, he got married. And and, and uh, yeah, marriage, even though he true. decides to get dreadlocks, I don't really understand his problem. Yeah, but I think he's it's cut it now. Well, yeah, because it it yeah, Usher must have called him and said, "Bro, it's, take it's it not off. working." Yeah, is yeah. Usher still getting a piece of that, right? Yeah, Usher getting... still because I I follow him and um because I actually love Justin Bieber. Usher's yeah. always in the studio with him, like. And he's a serious him. mentor, so Usher's I don't know. Too. I don't know financially if he gets because, things off no, him. No, he has to because remember, Usher was the reason he yeah. came to America. Yeah. So Usher was the one Usher's that invited him to America. still in the studio with him. So that means he's still, part of, the, still yeah. part of the deal. See, yeah. But that's the thing. You have people around you that are looking after you. Mm. A lot of these people don't. They're with people that have... Enable them. Enable. If you've ever watched, like, the story of B2K and stuff like mm. that... The management. That's it's why stupid. there's the guy Rasby that's always that's always bitter. But because mm. he's the one that said this is what's actually happened, and the rest of them are yeah. denying it. Yeah. But as young kids, you got they come in and grown men are telling them to go in a room with women. There's or no do this. There or go is here no or way. I've said it a million times that there's no way that you know I, I I would encourage my young kid into the music business. Never. Never. Like, they would at the never. at that era. Um, B2K, yeah. Destiny's Child, Sierra, all these people are all in That's tours. why yeah, B- they were all being in a room. Destiny's Child, it was their dad that mm. was on top that, of this. Yeah. Yeah. But they were in a room and they would say that our manager told us to go into a, Even when you watch a new edition documentary, the manager said, go into the room, there's women there. These are like 16-year-old boys That's and you're encouraging them to sleep or mess about with women that are in their 20s and 30s or take a drug or do this and yeah. do that they've because you know a lot of american artists they leave home because you yes. know like the states yeah yeah so they leave, they leave i don't know virginia yeah, yeah. to move to, to new move york somewhere. in a flat yeah. or in a house with like six other artists yeah. and the only person that's protecting them is their manager uh, Usher, who's a bad person Usher's conversation i remember watching Usher's interview where he said he moved to live with um puff daddy at the age of 15 14. imagine and he said the stuff he, he saw. He saw, yeah. It's at not good. 14 with P. Diddy. Hmm. For years, you know, in Harlem. That's crazy. 
Hmm. Imagine P D D in his prime, the Diddy Bop, the you know, take that, take that, P D D. It's just, it's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's just hard. Yeah. Now staying in the states, where rising star singer Thames manager Muiwa, aka Donna One, had to respond on Twitter to a screenshot image alleging that he was complaining his artist Thames was yet to receive any royalties from the song Essence hmm. on Whiskey's album, which hmm. she featured on. Well, the image appeared to show Muiwa's Instagram story where he had placed the comment, but he came out on Twitter to dispel the story saying it was fake news and the image had been doctored. Well, uh, it has to be said that this isn't Muiwa's first rodeo in artist management. Uh, he's been in teams managing Nonsu Amadi, Malik Berry, UG in the past. So he's very experienced. And, and that, from the jump, seemed like something that wouldn't come from someone that experienced. I mean, there's no smoke without fire. Yeah, but come on, man. He, he, the fact that he said it was doctored and the pe person that tweeted at him didn't respond to it. Plus, Whiskey's album just came out in October. You're not going to be receiving anything yet. Nah. Uh, uh. No, when, when I saw that, I'm like, Muiwa, that definitely isn't Muiwa because there is no way you're going to be receiving. Even Whiskey is not receiving royalties yet. yet. Mm. It's just seven months. Hasn't been a year yet. Yeah. yeah. You would, before you start getting checks, especially because the song is just taking off in America and stuff like that. It would take you mm. until December, at least one year. Oh, okay. Yeah, because then the record labels, the paperwork, you know, all the streaming money is now starting to come in, mm. and then distribution. It's a long process. Yeah. You know, especially when you've done things right. So yeah. when I saw that screenshot, I I thought to myself, Nah, man, this is. But again, it just shows that people are bad mind, and they see that Thames is on the rise. They see the relationship she has with Whiskey, and people were willing to take the time to doctor an image just to put her and her management mm. in bad light yeah. to break relationships. It's part of the industry. You gotta be you gotta have a tough skin. <laughs> that's you have what to I can be say. on your P's and Q's. Yep, that's all I can say. Well, uh, whilst finally, whilst in the States, the nominees of the upcoming BET Awards have been released with Megan Thee Stallion and The Baby leading the way with seven nominations each, followed by Drake and Cardi B with five each. The story, uh, well, the category of interest to us here at the Afrobeats podcast is the, is the best international act, which features Afrobeats slash Afropop superstars such as Wizkid, Burner Boy, and Diamond Platinums, including UK stars Hedy One and Young T and Bugsy, and French stars Aya Nakamura and Yusufa, finally with a Brazilian star Emicida making up the list. This year's awards will be taking place on the 27th of June, with the red carpet and performances expected to happen despite the, the slow easing of COVID-19 restrictions. Um, da Baby. And Megan D. Stallion, any surprises there? No. They've had great years. Yeah, they? Megan is on the rise. She's the she, hottest one yeah, right and now. I love her, so good for her. International category, Wiz, Burner, Diamond Platinums, Young T and Bodzy, Heady One, Aya Nakamura. I would really love a British person to win. I'm I, I'm really loving it. Burner won the one last year. He'll probably win it again this year, just the way everything's going. What about, the um, obviously, the uh, the Whiskey Made in Lagos album? I think, yeah, but I think Burner just, just has just a bit. Whiskey's still got a bit to do in that American scene. Hedy, I think Whiskey, I mean Burner. I, I, you know, I really, I was disappointed with the Brits. I really wanted a Hedy one. 
and the other brother to we pick something up. We need our own. Like, um, yeah, but there's cons- a mobile. Yeah, man. but I really like Heady. I I really wanted Heady to win something, man. Because mm. those guys, you they know, work hard. they done very well. Man. His they marketing worked, campaign was they good. They worked very hard. Yeah. It's got hit records. They've done very well. You know, so when I saw him in this category and I saw... But another thing that stuck out to me was the amount of the African representation in the international community. Diamond Platinums from Tanzania. Uh, Whiskey and Burner Boy from Nigeria. Then we have Hedy One, who's Ghanaian. Mm. Then we have Ayana Kamara, who's a mixture of Mali and I think Senegal. Then we have Yusufa, who's Malian. You know, even though they're international artists, they're still African at its core. Yeah. And for me, that was another cause of celebration to say, you know, we are getting the spotlight that we I deserve. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the artists, even though they're coming, they're representing different flags at the moment, at the center, they're African. It's still great news for us. Mm. Yeah, I love it. I just, I'm just happy for our culture. Mm. I'm happy for our country. I'm happy. It's, it's been a while, but I'm just happy that we are getting to the rise. And even just Heady One Young T and Bossy being acknowledged yeah, from America, bro. I like it. So bro, whoever listen, wins, I will be happy. Yeah. Uh, and finally, before we go, I spoke to you before we came on air that there was a video that went viral of a young lady that was proposing to her boyfriend mm. in front of her friends and family. Uh, uh, he said yes. He was surprised. He that. should. If he says no, then what? What's the... Like, I just... It's so hard, life is. Because I'm for women equality and equal exactly. to men. But no, the Bible says... Oh, here the we man go. is there. Oh, here we go. When he pursues you, you want to go that way. What's wrong with a young lady who thinks she's got a perfect relationship with a man? He's taking time to pop the question. It's clearly not perfect because he hasn't proposed to you. I'm telling you now, if you, I told you already. If I'm proposing to someone... It's a cry for help. <laughs> I'd rather paint this room with nail polish. I'd rather walk from Dagenham to Ojoleba <laughs> naked, barefooted, before I ever propose to a man. Why? What's wrong with that? What's Equality? right with it? Listen, you... It's not equal because you're paying for the wedding. It's not equal. No, he's paying for the wedding. He's going to pay for the wedding. Even though you propose to your man, that doesn't mean you're going to... I... Yes, and babes like me. You're on gonna one tell him that. Listen, I have to bend down. You'll be like, babes. I think this relationship has gone perfect for the it last hasn't. two years, it hasn't. and I don't know why you're waiting, but I'm not gonna wait. I would like to marry you. What I'll you buy say? you a watch. Okay. Yeah. We've been together for so long, babe. I love you. Here's your watch. I ain't buying you no ring that I should now bend down on my knees. But you expect that from a man, and you talk about equality. What's wrong with that? So what's all right. right with it? Okay, hold on one second. <laughs> Would you ask a guy out? It, I just said. No, 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 no. It's the same thing. If I ask a guy out, I've got one year left to live. So you can't tell a guy that you know I like you enough. I'll tell you I like you. Can you yeah. wife me? <laughs> yeah, that, you that's, that's no. asking him out. No, it's not. What, what's that? I like you. Yeah. Can you wife me? Exactly. I'm what's not that? asking you out. Oh, that's asking out, man. Mm-hmm. That's, that's basically still saying no. I like you. Please come. That's. I don't even think I even tell a guy I like them. You really. can't do that. I don't. Too. I don't. Listen. Vibing, time has changed. Listen. Time has changed. A lot of women are gonna end up single if you don't take the initiative I, and, and that speak is to fine. the man. That, who, what's wrong in being single? There's no stress. There's no headache. No stress. There's no headache. <laughs> and I have to pay for two people. 
I can sleep in my king size bed. Oh man, forget that. It's, it can be lonely, man. The only like, what is? Yeah. The benefit of having a partner of being with a man. What's the benefit? Except from sex. There's sexual benefits. Other than that, that's it. There's, you know, no. Other, what's it? Well, there can be there there can be financial support. Impossible. Ooh, if what? I've got a job and I'm fine, your man still can provide, man. I don't know what kind of men you people are dating. That don't know that <laughs> even though you're making money, he can still hold like that's I, but that's but, my okay, job. But to what make is life a benefit? There's no what's the benefit? That's a relationship. Just you know, just everything nice. You can't. Everything. He can't answer. There's no benefit <laughs> because you already you already belittled it. Apart from sex, there's and, no benefit. Making, there's benefit. Come there is a come on man. They, they, they. It's just like saying what's the benefit to a man for a man dating a woman. There Men is. can't fun- function without women. Facts. You know why? Facts. Because the Bible says oh, please. women are the neck. Facts. We move the heads around. Let's get it. Without the neck, you cannot move. It's just make sure you ask that. But man without out. the head, the neck can still move. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, on that note, a big shout out to everybody. Please make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment. We appreciate the support. Uh, big shout outs to Afri Media Studios, Willow Studios, uh, LM Media, the entire team for pushing, supporting the culture as always, and shoobs.com. I, I even forgot to, to talk about shoobs at the beginning. So we need to talk about shoobs, actually. <laughs> My big partners. Yeah, we need to we need to talk about shoobs. Shoobs is the leading discovery hub for black culture experiences, bringing you the latest events, music, and news. With Shoobs, you can discover and buy tickets to the best events happening in your city to satisfy your every need. If you're on a hunt for bottomless brunches, the latest Afrobeats concerts, or just a banging night out, Shoobs has got you covered. Shoobs is at the center of all experiences, whether you're an event organizer looking to sell out your event or looking for the perfect event to attend. Visit shoobs.com now and get shoobs in. Shout outs <laughs> to my Ayo Maurice as well. Thanks she for works having be- me. She works behind the scenes Thank and she's you. also a commentator. Hopefully we'll be able to get some feedback on whether we should do the food podcast or Let not. Let us know. We're going to do it regardless of whether we get feedback. Anyway, <laughs> until next time, it's peace and we're out. Right.